0: Welcome to the fourth and final special edition of Monitor's podcast featuring interviews with the 2023 Monitor Industry Icon Award winners. In this episode, we sit down with the recipient of this year's Next Gen Icon Award, who built a buy and sell syndication desk from scratch. Before we begin, I want to tell you about Monitor Suite. The content subscription service equipped for the equipment finance industry. Monitor Suite features high quality streaming series, including our new series, Equipment Finance Masters, and our new podcast, The Mind. Monitor Suite members have 24 7 access to our entire library of in depth data reports dating back to 1992, early access to each digital edition of Monitor, PDF and Excel versions of our ranking reports videos, members-only live stream events, exclusive articles, and much more. For more information, visit monitordaily.com suite. Monitor Suite was a project that I started working on during my time in Cohort 2 of Stripe's Leadership Program, which is also today's podcast sponsor stripes is the leadership development program for the equipment finance industry this 10-month program launches with a three-day intensive transformational program and also includes master talks and master workshops from notable industry and leadership experts working cohort groups with other industry professionals outcome-driven development sessions and much more stripes was a truly transformational experience for me and i encourage you to learn more about the program by visiting stripesleadership.com Hi, everyone. I'm Rita Garwood, Editor-in-Chief of Monitor. Joining me on the podcast today is Kevin Hall. Kevin Hall is Vice President of Capital Markets at Mitsubishi HC Capital and also the winner of this year's Monitor Next Gen Icon Award. Kevin, I'm excited to talk with you today. Congratulations on on your Icon Award.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Looking looking forward to it and, uh, yeah, appreciate it.
0: So can you tell me how you got into equipment finance industry? What was the path that led you here and what led you to your current role?
1: Yeah, well, I was I when I got out of school, I was working for uh, for one of the big banks here in in Canada and like a lot of, you know, young, motivated kids right out of school. You know, I wanted to climb that, uh, you know, the corporate ladder Um maybe too quick looking back but overall I think you know the bureaucracy at the bank sort of got the best of me and I think I I realized at one point that you know it wasn't it was it just wasn't for me right so I I I had a buddy of mine um that had just joined a small leasing company um and you know just talking to him he really convinced convinced me to you know have a look, uh, understand what that business was all about. And, uh, I then joined the company seven years ago. Now, um, I joined at a time where the portfolio was very, very small. We had a $250 million portfolio. Fast forward seven years, we're just over 3 billion in assets under management for the canadian platform only uh close to 7.5 billion in north america so it's been like been a crazy ride so far so tremendous uh, tremendous growth
0: yeah it sounds like it and i know in your nomination um the person who nominated you spoke about how you've really developed the capital markets um platform um can you talk a little bit about that
1: yeah so I got that mandate. That's three years ago now. Um, just basically building from scratch a syndication buy and sell desk. and we started also working on a private securitization product for for independent leasing companies in Canada. Um, we did you know roughly one hundred and twenty five million in the first year. and we're going on a third year now project to do um or generate 500 million in new originations so um yeah that's that's been also uh, quite the journey um, it's also been challenging i would say right so when you're we're we're 300 employees in canada right so when you're trying to integrate a new initiative um, you know, you're working with the operations team, the accounting team, the finance team, and you're trying to build that that infrastructure into, you know, our daily process. And it's it's not easy, you know, trying to keep up with everyone or keeping well keeping everyone motivated towards the big picture because, you know, the first few months we weren't generating much business, right? So um it's hard to get the resources but we got through it and it's uh yeah we built it to something pretty interesting uh today
0: yeah it sounds like you had a lot of people to to enroll and get on board and you had to keep their you know eye on that vision that you had for the for the business that's that's that can take a lot so congratulations on that absolutely so Thanks. that definitely sounds like something that, you know, you deserve to be proud of. Um, are there any other career achievements that you, you know, are really proud of so far in this, in your
1: career? I mean, that's, I, that, that would be the main, the main one. Um, I think, you know, building, you know, it was just myself when we started this team three years ago, um, we're now almost 10 people within the team. So quite, still quite small, but generating an important, you know, important numbers. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just proud of what we did as a whole. I'm proud of who I work with. You know, I'm proud of working for the company that's given me the opportunity, um, you know, to, to, to sort of give me, you know, I'm not sure how to say this exactly, but just give me, have full confidence in me and making my own decisions. I would say, um, that was a big part of being agile and, in working through that process.
0: Yeah. It sounds like you were really empowered to do that. Then um, having that backing probably really, really helped expedite everything. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, what would you say has been the biggest challenge that you've faced in your career so far and how did you work to overcome it?
1: Yeah, well, maybe I sort of already answered that, so I apologize, but but the, the biggest challenge was more internally, getting getting through this internally than, than actually getting the business uh, externally with, with our partners, to be honest. Um, like I said, starting from scratch, the operation side of it, building a process, this was this was all new to me. Right. And there's a lot of work that goes into that um, with every department. So it was really a team effort with all the, you know, the the departments, you know, internally. Um, Although that's what I'm the most proud of. It's also, you know, it was the biggest challenge, I would say
0: yeah definitely so if someone else was facing a situation like that where they were they had a new initiative and they had to you know get the buy-in and support of all of these different components of the business what kind of advice would you give to them like from what you've learned
1: well you have to be a good (laughs) you have to be a good um good in sales you have to sell the idea right um you know, I've been in sales since the very beginning. I did a lot of selling internally to get this done. You know, you have to have a vision. Uh, you have to keep everyone motivated. Um, but, but, yeah, that's having that sales drive. I would say is is mandatory if you're you're building a new platform and trying to get new business out of it. Um, just just stay, stay, stay driven, I would say.
0: Yeah, and part of that sales approach, I would imagine, is, is letting all of these different people and departments know, you know, why this is important for them as well, <laughs> right? It's getting, getting right. them to see, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I got on their nerves quite a lot, but in the end, we're all striving for the same thing. We're all working towards a common goal. And that's what, you know, keeping the big picture was obviously part of part of that.
0: Yeah. And what you just described sounds like, you know, awesome leadership to me. So I, 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 I like hearing just the details of that just so other people can learn from it because I think it's, uh, it's awesome. So if you could change one thing about the equipment finance industry, what would it be and why?
1: I good question. So I feel we're sort of at I feel we're at a pivoting point in our industry. Um you know, as a funder, we're all trying to focus on, you know, sustainable financing, green energy, EVs, you know, all that fun stuff, but with no historical data, right? So it's it's not easy to to find that expertise from a financing standpoint you know right there's a lot of question marks around that so banks obviously with with their cheap cost of funds are 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 very aggressive in 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 this space and 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 for us as a non-bank institution how do we how do we tackle this new environment i think one of the challenges here at Mitsubishi is is changing our model and educating our partners on maybe transitioning to more of a to, towards more of a as a service model i mean how do we how do we incorporate ai into the picture and what role does that have in in the near future so i mean like i said there's a lot of question marks um but for us at Mitsubishi, it's all about trying to transform our organization at this point. So maybe it doesn't directly answer your your question, but what I'm trying to say is that I want to be I want to be a part of how business owners change the way they look or change the way they incorporate financing um into their business going forward right so i think like i said we're at a pivoting stage um but but definitely interesting to be to be a part of
0: yeah for sure yeah with all the technology available today and if you look at the consumer space and everything that's happening there um we definitely can't keep doing things the way that we've been doing them forever so That's a good point to make, and I'm sure, as you said, it's going to be changing. So, Absolutely. So the person who nominated you mentioned in their nomination that you have, quote, a forward-thinking approach to continuous growth, end quote, and, quote, a status quo that is not an option. The status quo is not an option for you. Can you share more about that approach that you have?
1: Well, that's nice. Um, (laughs) I mean, so... What you need to, to maybe understand is that our, our senior leadership team here, you know, in Canada are all ex-GE. So mm. I was never part of GE, but that's sort of how I was brought up. You know, there there's something, from what I understand from, you know, an outside perspective, there's there's something about the culture they had there. You know, it's all about you know, doing more, doing more with less jader, you know, generating growth, new industries, new products, innovation, um, always challenging ourselves to, to do better. Um, so, so, like I said, I try to incorporate that in my day to day. I try to also, you know, that's my objective in incorporating that, incorporating that culture within our team um, personally. I try to put myself or get myself out of my comfort zone in this, you know, fast-paced environment and I think it's served me pretty well so far, I would say.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you talk about, um, you know, working for all of these ex GE capital people. Um, the impact of GE is is definitely felt. There's so many leaders in our industry who came from that background. We actually released a documentary this, this summer about the legacy of GE and um, yeah, you can really just see it in, in, in the leaders today. And, and like in your case, you said you'd never work for them, but you, you've learned from it and it's kind of shaped you too. So really interesting to see how that all plays out. Um. So the nomination also mentioned that at 31 years old, you've been able to successfully guide and push your team to their maximum potential. And I know you just mentioned earlier that you went from just being one person in this whole capital markets department. And now you have that whole team behind you. How did you achieve that? And how does your team respond to you, you know, getting them to reach their maximum potential?
1: Yeah, good, good question. So for for me, it was actually, it was very simple. It was, You know, my top priority with adding members to the team was about surrounding myself with people that are just (laughs) smarter than me. Um, That's the way I see it. I mean, it, it sounds cliche, but it's true. You know, truly, what I what I think. I'm just I'm trying to provide direction. You know, bringing a team together. You know, towards the common goals and and values of 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 Mitsubishi, but but you know overall, I think for me personally, I attribute my my success to the confidence I've received from you know our cedar our, our senior leadership team and and giving me you know those important responsibility at a at a young age, right? I was able to get into this business where the business was at a very early stage um so i was lucky enough to to be part of this these changes and and having these mandates really
0: yeah i like how you you've gone back again to that knowing that they believe in you and them empowering yeah. you to do this when you are hiring people for your team um do you also give them the same sort of um, do you, do you approach them the same way? Do you, um, what is your approach to leadership?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like people that are, that are team players. I would say I think that's that's, that's important. I always look at that, you know, one question I always ask is, you know, did you play any sports growing up? What kind of sports? And I feel like that tells you a lot about someone um and it doesn't tell you everything obviously but i think that's a good in- indicator I, you know team sports um if you have that kind of background i think i think helps um and then and, and then you know i'm motivated right so if i feel that motivation and i feel that like they're interacting with me and and they you 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 could sort of sense right if if people is if people you know, if someone is engaged in in that conversation so um i i try to i'm very transparent in the way i feel and the way i think about the business um i'm sort of an open book with with the people on my team um and i think it's been good so far i think we've we've built something pretty interesting and you know if if you like the fast paced environment i've been a part of I think it's it's you know it'll be a fit for 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 anyone that that's able to to deal with that on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. So how do you, how do you with the, with a fast-paced environment do you have some sort of screening question that that helps you determine if they would be good for that? Do you think sports plays into that too or
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, definitely. Um I mean it's it's interesting. Um dealing with this new generation um you know as i don't try to be a a dictator in my approach with uh you know these these kids that are you know just coming out of school i'm trying to take the time with them i'm trying to understand you know their 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 concerns their needs and 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 try to you know build something around that um i mean i'm I I think I'm intense, but I think I'm very easy to approach. Um, So it's adapting to that new generation, I would say is interesting. Um, But you got to listen to them. You got to listen.
0: And by the new generation, you're meaning uh, like Gen Z, is that? um... Yes
1: exactly what are some things
0: that you've noticed um are there like certain characteristics um
1: it's i mean they they want flexibility (laughs) they want flexibility they they want to talk about how they feel i feel i i feel um it's 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 interesting You, you if you have that that dictator leadership style of of maybe what they used to have in in the 90s i don't think that works anymore um i think they need to talk more and more about their their emotions they they want to have flexibility that that work-life balance is obviously something very important to them so it's it's not easy but it's it's just about juggling with all those those factors
0: yeah so that authoritarian top-down do as you're told approach is just not going to work and it's interesting because i know um people have said that too about millennials um i'm kind of right on the on the cusp of of millennial and, and gen x i'm like the very first year of millennial I'm like a, what is it a uh, I forget the name geriatric <laughs> millennial <Yeah. laughs> but uh, people have said that about you know my generation as well so um, I think I don't know if you look at it maybe it's just a little bit healthier approach to uh, <laughs> to work in the long run
1: absolutely yeah absolutely yeah yeah
0: so beyond what we've already talked about what life experiences of yours have shaped you into the leader who you are today
1: I mean team sports I we know I I know I'm talking about that again but I I I'm from Canada right so I played I played hockey my whole life um but there there are values within team sports that I think just help you um in if you're going to have a you know a career in the corporate environment um it's it's all about teamwork at the end of the day it's it's working together towards a common goal i feel so there's a lot of values that 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 come back from from the days i you know i was playing team sports um oh so yeah
0: that's great so any final thoughts anything that we haven't talked about that you think is important
1: uh not really. I think we, it was nice talking to you, obviously, but uh, no, I think, I think that's pretty much it for me.
0: Great. Well, it was great talking with you too. It was great hearing about everything you've done for your company and the the business that you're building. Congratulations on your ICON award and uh, we'll talk again soon. I'm sure. Thanks so much. Thank Kevin. you.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks. Bye.